is the Aquasensory Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Wilson. In this show, you will learn all about sensory harmony in water for babies and the early years. Because when we grow to love, connect and respect water, learning follows naturally. Hello, how are you doing? I am so excited today to have Claire, Claire Stead, who has created the most amazing child development app. I'm so excited to share this because I have actually been really using it over the last few months for my own research, but also sharing it with all of my swim families and everybody who I come across. So I'm really, really delighted today to talk and chat all things child development and particularly the first 1000 days. So a warm, warm welcome, Claire. Thank you so much for having me and hi everybody. It's just lovely to be with you all and I'm very grateful for you to ask me to join you. Yeah, you're welcome. So Aliki, what is the story behind it? Because it is really interesting, the name, what it stands for. Let's let everybody know. Well, Aliki stands for Actually, I let you into a secret. The yeah. original idea was I wanted to have a name for my brand that was round and cute and lovely and had a nice a nice logo and the logo was the name and all the rest of it. And then I came across the word leaky without two eyes mm-hmm. and it meant olive in Estonian. So I stuck another eye in and it meant nothing. And I thought, oh, that looks cute. That's great. I can do something with that. And I made the logo and it was fine. But then everybody kept saying to me, what does it mean? So then I had to sort of think, well, what does it mean? What does a leaky stand for? What does it actually mean? And then I decided that a leaky actually means observe closely, mm-hmm. listen to what your baby's saying, investigate their interest, initiate conversation, kindle connection and instill a love of learning which is exactly what a leaky does sort of what it does on the tin sort of thing oh wow that is amazing because the first 1000 days not many people might have heard about why it's so important because we quite focused don't we when it's the early years we know about like you know naught to seven naught to five or even naught to three but why why are the first 1000 Day. so important for us to to really you know get behind and to share and educate our parents and everybody really so well the brain is developing in the first thousand days like at no other time in life and it is literally being built from the moment of conception onwards and our children's outcomes are all outcomes of the brain. So when they run, jump, skip, hop, swim, that's actually functions of the brain connecting together to, to make those things happen. So baby brain building is, is is something that we don't think about, but actually is fundamentally important to the outcomes for life. And the, the time from conception to two is the time when the brain is developing it like no other time in life. By the time your baby's born, they have all the neurons, that brain um, cells that they will ever have, but the connections need to be connected together. And we do that through the experiences that we give our babies. And we know that this time is the foundational period for everything in life. And during the first thousand days, at times, 
more than a million synapse connections, the connections between the neurons, um, a million synapse connections a second are being created. And so babies grow and their brains mature and develop and get smarter and bigger and better and brighter through the experiences that we give them. And the more we use those, those synapses that are being connected, the bigger the connections, the better the connections, the brighter our children will be particularly during this period of time the brain keeps developing till they're 25 but during this period of time is when the brain is building itself and later what happens is the 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 connections get made and then if they're not used they prune away and that's part of the process but the more they're used the stronger they get the better the communication is between the connections and the brighter our children will be so it's a really important period time and and actually not a lot of parents know that they what they do with their baby during that period of time will literally transform their child's outcomes wow that is so wonderful and I mean it's almost like um, a sensitive period isn't it capturing that sensitive period and almost giving them all the nutrients because we often you know think about the really important things don't we for parents you know obviously feeding sleeping but as you say, those meaningful little moments that are absolutely so important brain food, aren't they? Absolutely. And and what's amazing is, is just some of the facts that people don't tend to, to know about this period of time. For example, although what happens later matters, what what this one blew my mind, is that a child's development at 22 months old predicts their academic outcomes at 26 years. Wow. It's huge what happens in this first period of life. And and there's a massive research, a load of research going on. And and this is quite new research. It's only 20 years old, 23 years old now. It's from the brain scientists. And then it takes, you know, it's clever research of, of brain scientists. And then it's got to be translated into human speak for you and me because you know they're cleverer than I am and we then have to translate that down again to get it out to parents who don't necessarily specialize in this sort of area. So there's What we're finding is that the research is showing that the way parents interact, the things that they do with their babies on a daily basis, literally, literally builds their baby's brain. And that the first thousand days impacts on every single aspect of life from their academic outcomes, their physical, their mental health, their emotional, social and emotional development, who they're going to marry, how much they'll earn, their relationships, their concentration, their focus, their creativity, their resilience. All of those things are founded in the first thousand days, even down to our cancer markers and our health and all those things all are rooted in this first thousand days. So getting this period of time right, not to stress parents, but to say it's really, really important. And but it doesn't have to be hard. And that's the, that's the key message that, that you know, although what happens for our babies is they, they learn from the simple to the complex. And what might be very simple to you is not simple to your baby. So things like your water play, spending time in the bath, dribbling that water on the baby, that to you might be a nothing. You didn't even know you were doing an activity, but to your baby, that is literally brain building. It is giving them the sensory connections in their hearing. Their, and, and new research has come out that shows when, when babies uh, move their 
move their e eyes to watch the water moving. Their ears also move, their eardrums also move. Wow. And so the, the, what they know now is they're connected, but they're not sure yet where in the brain that connection is taking place. And we have, so the, the sensory connection is all there. Their hearing, their vision is is um, all being excited by that tiny act of drawing the water mm. up and pouring it on the baby. But they're also feeling the movement of the water on their bodies. All the little nerve endings on their on their skin are being activated. And if you give them a little startle, they're they're, they're tensing their their tummy muscles, and um, they're getting to know where they are in shape in space. There's so much going on in these tiny tiny activities that seem simple are the foundation for more complex things. And at Harvard Center on the Developing Child like to talk about, which is where the brain science originated from in 2000, from, from Neighborhoods to Nurture Neurons was the paper. What they talk about is building the foundations of a building and then because the foundations like a of house, a house, isn't it? They house. talk about a house all the time, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Harvard. I, I, I don't want to talk about a house. I want to talk <laughs> That's <laughs> okay. <laughs> As I obviously know more than they do. Uh, no, I like to talk about it as, as a pyramid. Okay. And the reason for talking about it as a pyramid is that a pyramid is working towards the finished something. That, that mm. top brick is being supported by all the other bricks coming down. And that what you need for a really good pyramid is a really wide, broad base. And everything needs to be around about the same sort of height so that each brick is the foundation of the next bit of mm. the, the, the building. And so what we can sometimes have is a parent who says, oh, my child can count to a thousand or mm -hmm. they kick a football and they're amazing at kicking a football. But what's happened when that happens is that they don't necessarily have the understanding of the thousandness of a thousand. And they, yeah, they might have had loads of experience of kicking a football, mm -hmm. but to the expense of other things. Yeah. So what I'm looking for is this nice broad breadth of, of experience where we give our children the opportunity to experience loads and loads of different things often and each of those will help them build the, the, a tiny skill and that skill then gets built on by the next experience of that same thing so that we have we don't have walls that have gaps in because just like when we're building a house or building a pyramid if we've got gaps in the walls going up then it's a wobbly found it was a wobbly building and mm. what we want in our learning is is a really strong form firm foundation that we can build our rest of our learning on so that it supports that pinnacle of whatever it might be i suppose that might be i don't know the last day of life but you know the what's the finished person look like yeah. i don't yeah, yeah. but well, it's um, us thriving yeah. really isn't it that's what yeah. we all want from our children to to thrive don't we to reach their well, a lot of people say we just say reach their full potential, don't we? That could be the highest point, can it? Absolutely, absolutely. And and what we know is that babies' brains are built on on relationships mm. and on experiences and our interactions as parents, and we're their first teachers, and and that it starts before birth. Wow. So we don't have to wait until our babies are here. The earlier we start, the bigger and better our baby's brains are going to be but also the better the environment in which they are being nurtured and cared for because that environment makes a massive difference yeah. to who they become oh I love that and I love as you say coming up with an analogy almost like a visualization of a pyramid because mm. then that really really helps and I think keeping it simple isn't it that's what parents need 
I often talk about a tree and the roots, they're underground. And it's sometimes just because we can't see it, that's where actually all the goodness, all the foundations, and then we're actually growing that big trunk. And that's like the highest skills of what we bloom at the top. So as you say, I love things where parents can really visualize and understand. And I must say, that's one of the things I love about your app, because it must have taken ages to build and there's so much information there, but it's actually put across really simply for parents to understand and people like me. <laughs> I love the way that it's written and then it's always pinpointed to that lovely science as well. So if we would like to find out why, we can go and explore more as well. There's lots of different activities and all sorts, isn't there? Absolutely. It's a program that's very nice of you to say thank you. I've tried really hard to keep it simple. (laughs) Deliver information simply Mm. because let's face it, we're all shattered, aren't we, when we got off. When we got our new babies. And like I say, the simple for the baby isn't necessarily as simple as it looks because there's so much going on for our babies. And when when I built the Aliki app, I, I I built it from from my experience as a mum and my experience as a teacher and an education researcher, and for me, I really wanted to be doing things for my baby from the minute I was pregnant. I thought I was really special, and no one else really cared, and nobody gave me anything to do, and I wanted a program of, de- of development for my baby, and so that's exactly what the Aliki app is. It's it's a tiny activity every single day to either develop me my me and my partner or my baby um and to understand what my baby's gaining from that activity Mm. because I was looking today my activity for my baby on my app because it goes it's an activity a day for a thousand days so from the first day of conception right up until two and so today my baby is obviously an older baby at the moment it it changes quite regularly my baby and at, at the moment it's a toddler and it's being encouraged to climb upstairs. That's the activity. Now, as a parent, you probably wouldn't even think that was an activity. Mm-hmm. But when we start unpicking it, we see that it's 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 a massively complex skill set to do. But it's also the foundation of so much learning that comes on later. So, you know, they're climbing up the stairs, they're building leg muscles, arm muscles, they're strengthening their, themselves, their balance, their coordination, they're build, boosting their spatial awareness. It helps them they, they build focus and concentration and a sense of accomplishment to get to the top or the next step. Um, it helps them see, understand their sense of risk at the, at the time. And it's the beginning of writing, believe it or not, mm-hmm. because without strong muscles, you can't sit up straight and therefore you can't see the page properly. And you need to be able to use both eyes to be able to to, to, to write effectively and hold your head up straight and it also requires you to do something called crossing the midline I'm sure you talk about this lots in your classes and that's encouraging the connection of the brain sides both sides and it's helping develop the dominant hand and it's also helping to develop those motor skills and so ultimately what it's doing is helping you become the child become a writer and a reader and a thinker and if we don't cross the midline we end up with behavior problems we end up with not being confident at using our pencil so then children 
avoid writing and use all the tactics to avoid writing and and they become you know if they haven't had this experience of physical development we of coordinating the brains in different ways they might be less confident physically so these tiny activities like climbing the stairs don't look like activities but ultimately for your baby they're enormous and what you do with the leaky app is that you get this activity every single day and What's great is that you can age adjust. So if you've got premier babies or special needs babies, you just change their um, birth date, like I do, because my baby changes birth date regularly <laughs> in the back end. And then you get given the activities that are appropriate for your baby. Mm-hmm. So if they're finding it too hard, you just simple, you take them back a few a few weeks and you'll find that it's the right sort of age and stage for your baby. Just one activity a day. So that you're not having to try and fit in eight mm-hmm. It's just a library of tiny little activities that's going to support you in your journey to parenting so that you feel really confident mm. that you're doing the right thing for your baby. Yeah, because no, that's nice. One of the things that's really important is when we develop parents' confidence, we know that and, and we couple that with an understanding of brain of, 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 of child development. Mm. We know that we get much better outcomes for our babies. We we prevent postnatal depression. We pre- prevent infant mental health issues, which is social emotional development. We get much better home learning environments. And when we get these great home learning environments, we get great outcomes when kids go to school. Mm. So they might look like tiny things, but actually they're huge. To yeah. Your- yeah, I love that because... I'm often asked the same question. Why, Aquacentury, why have you created a child development program in water? And that is exactly what I say to my swim families. Well, let's not fix all the problems later on. Let's look at everything, doing all the right right ingredients, as you say, all the meaningful activities, sensory discovery, play, talking reading being really present with your baby because it doesn't have to be overcomplicated, does it and actually giving them exactly what the brain needs and then providing that right environment because then later on why leave it to when they get to school when they really desperately need help why actually give it all the right things and knowing that you're doing the right things must be so reassuring as a parent and that's why I love creating an, a child development program for the water and, and really sharing with our parents it doesn't need to be overcomplicated. it is just the small things that uh we need to be doing more of really yeah absolutely and it's and it is little and often mm-hmm. it is about those tiny things every single day and it's also celebrating your wins as a parent because when you celebrate your wins and you get your invisible crown and you sort of straighten it up and you're <laughs> really proud that you cleaned your teeth your brain doesn't know that it's just you cleaned your teeth. Your brain thinks, oh, yeah, I am fantastic. And then mm. what happens is you project a different, a different outlook to your child and your, and your interactions are better because when we feel proud of ourselves, we, it's, it's natural. We want to talk more. Mm. When we're feeling mm. low and a bit fed up and a bit lost and a bit like this is jolly hard work and I'm really tired – Actually, we're not really interacting in the same way. So celebrating your tiny wins Mm. can be game-changing for you and your baby. Absolutely. 
It's those positive layers, isn't it? Subtle, really, really simple. Mm. And yeah, I don't know if you feel the same. I do think it can be really overwhelming. So much information out there for new parents, really overwhelming. Where do I start? And sometimes to look at products or things as shortcuts I know that you know there's a sometimes so many different things that you can buy for your baby isn't there absolutely bouncers and jingle jungers and jumperoos and all the different things but actually let's strip it back to the basics and I think having an app which so reassuring as you say you can tick off and go oh I've done this today and oh that's really simple (laughs) Well, and, I, and, and the other thing is that it it isn't about how much money you can spend, although the marketers will tell you it's about how much money you can spend. That doesn't make your baby bright. It doesn't make your baby reach their full potential. In fact, quite often, a lot of the things that you can buy for your baby is actually going to prevent them from developing because they're being containerized and they're being kept in boxes and various different things. Mm. And they're not being given the imagination and space to grow in capabilities. Mm. And so... One of the things I made sure with the Aliki app was that it didn't need specialist equipment, that it was using things from in and around the home and nature and was it didn't take a load of setting up because I, <laughs> I saw an Instagram a while ago. In fact, I wrote a blog about it. I went on a real rant because it was somebody had done a, a great activity for your toddler today. And they all you had to do was you had to dye some 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 rice yellow. You had to make some blue jelly and pop that in the freezer. And then you just got the starfish out of the drawer that you had in the kitchen and you put the starfish around the outside and then you made a seascape and then you gave that to your baby to play with. Well, there's no playing left to do. You've done the play. And first of all, you stressed over the fact that you didn't have blue jelly. You've <laughs> had to buy the wretched yellow dye, rice, and the dye's gone everywhere all over the kitchen. You know what's happened. You did it when the baby was asleep. They wake up, you're covered in dye. You know, it's all gone wrong. wrong. And then you look in the drawer and there's no starfish. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> I know. Sometimes we can overcomplicate it, really, Absolutely. can't we? Keeping it simple makes all the difference. Mm, definitely. And I love the fact that there are... Uh, snippets of water in there so you've got bath time play and you've got some splashy play as well which is really really nice because when we're looking at the water in the most simple things I always just go around the senses and I think there's a sensory five you know skin to skin movement touch and voice talking again it doesn't have to be difficult but what's your if I was going to ping you point you down to anything on the app have you got anything that's a bit of a favorite and you've had some feedback from parents and babies as well oh favorites I don't know I I think I I think the probably my favorite would be uh, having just talked about jelly would be things like the squishy sort of the textural things but I'm very fond of water um for babies I think it's an incredibly powerful tool and and actually there's there's one app uh, one activity on there where um where they're young they're very newborn Mm. or not newborn newborn but able to go in the water and it's just running the bar running the sink full of water and just nurturing them in the water with love and and connection um which then of course as they're toddlers is them in the sink Mm. with the water running and then splishy splashing with the water and pouring and i mean just the action of 
boring and that's yeah. that's developmentally so complex because yeah. if you get like I've got my cup of tea here and if I hold if you look what I have to do in order to hold that mm. and the strength that that's requiring in my arm and my hand mm. and then I have to in order to pour I have to manipulate my arm and I'm not going to pour because it is a full cup <laughs> um, <laughs> but I, I I've got a jug here that's less full but if I have to then pour my, yeah. my the jug, the manipulation that's taking place, yeah. and then I'm going to move my wrist. Now, if you think about that as a writer later on, that is incredibly important that I've developed all of those muscles mm. just from a pouring activity. Yeah. Another really complex one that doesn't look at all complex is um, getting clothes pegs yeah and pinning those on the outside of a watering can in the garden yeah but it, i mean it could be a bucket or it could be anything yeah. but but actually for a toddler that is incredibly yeah. difficult and they don't have the strength initially to be mm. able to pick press the pegs um and but it only comes with experience mm. and I've seen so many children arrive in school without that strength of hand. Mm. Um, so then when it comes to writing, you have all the behavior issues, not because they can't write, mm. because they don't have the physical strength because they haven't had the experience to to experience those mm. the, the chance to develop their, their muscles. Yeah. Yeah. And and things like taking the time, I, I'll tell you another lovely one, is mm. as a pregnant person going out to find a place to watch the world go by. Mm. And the War Memorial in your local village or mm. town is a really great place because there's usually a place to sit. So when yeah. you're heavily pregnant, you can walk from ho- hopefully you can walk from home to the War Memorial and back again. And with a toddler, it's a great outing because there's usually some some hedging around it so that it's yeah. sort of contained. Um, and you can watch the cars go by. You yeah. can chat about life. You might even see someone on a day when. You know, it's been quite a long toddler kind of a day, but finding those things is really is really useful. Yeah. And you won't do them if somebody doesn't say to do mm-hmm, them. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I love that because, as you say, just that simple pouring. What I was thinking is that, you know, a lot of the time parents might think, oh, well, my toddler's using their hands maybe they've got something and they're just maybe just swiping with one finger. Well, that isn't making those really important connections. As you say, they're just grasping. They aren't actually manipulating. And as you say, having that lovely pincer grip with, with a peg, a lot of the time, you know, we, we do live in a bit of a screen world, don't we? They might think that they're, they're using their fingers, but as you say, what you've done and, and we agree and what we do in the pool is create really meaningful where we're really separating it's sensory integration reflex integration all of those as you say that lovely brain science so it might look simple but actually for the brain it's actually really complicated isn't it to go from that hand and eye to this it's so important for writing absolutely and and I I think you made a really valid point there I have often have parents say to me oh I don't want to use an app I'm not going to use the phone around my child Mm. well good on you I'm really impressed Mm. and but the the exact point of the Aliki app is to read what's on your phone and put it down yeah. and be present in the space with your child. And the, the other thing is to take the dummy out, turn the TV off and the radio off because your child can't communicate with you if the dummy's in the, in the mouth and they can't hear the sound of the language if you've got noise in the background all the time. But it's also incredibly distracting 
having noise in the background or the telly on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I've got a brilliant um, piece of footage of a, of a toddler who's doing a game. And it's one of the, uh, this is a really fun one where <laughs> she's got like little round stickers from Smith's or something. And mummy puts the sticker on her finger and then she's picking it off and she puts it on the, her page. She's really focused. And then something happens on telly. And she's completely lost it. She and she can't come back to it. Mm. So making the environment an environment where focus can happen makes things richer as well. Oh, that's really nice. As you say, those everyday experiences. So I'm going to keep sharing and letting all my swim families and all the educators know that how valuable it is when we are dealing with uh, babies. And as you say, conception as well. Let's Mm. not forget that. They're all important Mm. 1000 days for brain boosting to keep getting there out out there. I love and in actual fact for the Aquasensory Programme, I think we we were chatting as well. I said before we met, oh, I'm so excited because we actually have an activity that we call brain boosters. We love to let our swim families know how important it is, all the things that we do in the pool and what it's doing. So it's for me, it's an affirmation and just a real delight to have something that is just so beautifully written and so simple as well. Have you got anything exciting planned? Anything for the future that you want to let everybody know? And well, yeah, we find out about all your good work. So obviously I'm all over the socials. Mm. Uh, And so if people have got nurseries, I'm working a lot with nurseries right now. So it might be worth telling your nursery and spreading the word that way. Obviously, I'm in the app stores for parents as well. I'm supporting people like you, Joe, mm. uh, and helping bring more value to classes so that parents get to know more stuff about baby brain building. And then I have got a membership that I'm about to open up and if people would like more information about that that's going to be a space where people like joe will come and give amazing detailed information um for deeper learning for parents and uh professionals um in all subjects of child development and parenting and then finally i'm about to start running some workshops and challenges for parents on a monthly basis so if people would be interested in those just follow me on socials dm me let me know what you would like Mm. to know more about uh, because obviously this is the brain covers everything so we can get the specialists in if we need to or i will deliver where i can the information about learning and development and how you as a parent can support your baby to to brilliance really in the first thousand days and and you can feel utterly confident that you're doing the right thing in order to be able to make your baby reach their full potential which is after all what we all want for our child yeah. to let them thrive definitely it's that reassurance oh my god you have got so much planned i'm going to pop all the links below so people can find you and explore and discover all your goodies as well but yes i am so following and we really need to let everybody know it's the everyday activities that brain boost and and of course water is so so special Thank you for listening to the Aqua Sensory Way. It's so nice to have you here tuning in today. Let's connect again soon. I'd love you to find out more about creating sensory harmony in water. 
Come and join us on our socials and in our community Facebook group, Aqua Sensory Connections.